0: Hello my friends, I hope that you are doing well this day. I hope that as Christmas approaches, that you are full of the holiday spirit, that your plans are working out, and that God is being uh, and showing his goodness to you in ways that maybe you have never imagined and things that you could not design, but yet God's work is evident in your life. Today I want to read from Psalm 41. I actually just want to read these nine verses. We're going to talk today about helping the weak. Kind of our mission as a church is to have eyes for those who are broken, those who have been hurt, those who are wounded, those who are hopeless. It's very specifically, the reason that we picked the name hope when we started as a church is because we believed that that is the, the heart of God to share hope with the hopeless, those who Think it is only darkness forever to somehow be instruments of God to share with them that there is hope for them. So Psalm 41, blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them in times of trouble. The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desire of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. I said, Have mercy on me, Lord. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? When one of them comes to see me, he speaks falsely while his heart gathers slander. Then he goes out and spreads it around. All my enemies whisper together against me. They imagine the worst for me, saying, A vile disease has afflicted him. He will never get up from the place where he lies. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, Who shared my bread has turned against me. So that psalm, it kind of takes a dark twist there. As we start the psalm, it talks about how we are called to help those who are weak, those who are hurting, those who are hopeless, for lack of a better word, those who are in dark times. And so it says, Blessed are those who have regard for the weak. The Lord delivers them, the Lord protects them, the Lord sustains them. Blessed are those who have regard for the weak because it lines up with God's heart for the weak. So we talk about people who are in, in financial need or pe- people who are facing illness in, in the hospital or in prison because of choices that they've made. Or people who are facing some kind of loss, some kind of grief that's overwhelming. God's heart is for them. God is there for the broken hearted because of that, when we line up with God's heart for them, then we are blessed. We are in an enviable position. We are people whose lives should be emulated. People whose lives are to be envied, so to speak. Like, I want that life. Not envied in the, why do they get it and I don't, but envied in the, that's the direction I want to go. I want to have that, what they have. Those people who have regard for the weak, who have a heart for those who are broken, those who are lacking, Those are the people who line up with God's heart. Now, when we think about that, we often think about, yeah, I would love to have a heart for those who are less fortunate if I were more fortunate. That's how you get there, right? If I were uh, a billionaire, I could afford to help all the people. I don't know how many people. uh, Last month, there was a, a lottery that was like over $2 billion that somebody won. And that $2 billion, people, I've had numerous conversations about what would you do with that kind of money? Oh, well, I would help people. I would, I would give money to the church and I would give money to missionaries and I would make sure that the things of God flourished. And I would help people who are in need and I would help, help, help people. We think we have to help people or have a heart for hurting people from a position of strength. But what David does right after that shows me something that I've seen in my own life, and I I think probably you have too. I hope you've learned this: the best thing for us to be have a heart for the weak, to have regard for the weak, to even want to help the weak, is to have been the weak, to even be the weak, to walk through those dark places. He goes into how, uh, have mercy on me, Lord, I have sinned against you. And then he says, my enemies say this of me. When will he die and his name perish? Um, When one of them comes to seek me, uh, to speak with me, he speaks falsely. His heart gathers slander. Ah, I was just there the other day and this is what I saw. And then he spreads it around. All my enemies whisper against me. Uh, even my close friend, this betrayal, someone I trusted. It's a verse that's taken into the New Testament to apply to Judas. Uh, and so David here says, even I was betrayed by a close friend. So David describes how God brings us into a heart of compassion, a heart of tenderness. And maybe we've never realized this, but my suffering makes me tender-hearted towards people who suffer. And that kind of makes sense because when you look at God, as his heart for people, one of the things that he did is he entered into the suffering of people. He left the glory of heaven and came down to be a man, to live in the the bumps and bruises of this life, the hungers and the, the exhaustions, even the emotional turmoil of this life. He came to live in that experience and then he walked into our suffering through the cross and he took it on himself for us to demonstrate how his heart is for us, and to experience it with us so that the author of Hebrews says he knows, he understands. We can come boldly into the throne of grace in Hebrews 4. Because why? Because he knows who we are. He understands our suffering. He's been through it with us. So if it's good enough for Jesus, it's probably good enough for us too. So I would encourage you, as you face the struggles of this life, the disappointments, the hurts, the betrayals, it could just be the, a reflection of the brokenness of this world and, and, and really a cause for mourning, even grief. But it could also be that God wants you to see how your heart needs to be softened for the weak and the hurting and the needy and those who are grieving. That God wants you to feel it too, so that you get it so that it makes sense to you, so that you see the the enormity of it in their lives. And then your heart of compassion can be stirred to run and meet their need. Maybe the best preparation for helping those who are in need is to be someone in need. Maybe the best way that God shows us how to care about someone who's hurting is to be someone who is hurting. And in that way, then what I wind up is with the first word of Psalm 41, blessed are those who have regard for the weak. God wants to put me in a life where life actually works, where I have the power of God, where I have the favor of God in his grace and his goodness and, and using me for his kingdom. And that comes as I enter into the heart of God and the pathway into the heart of God is often through suffering, through loss, through need, through pain. And instead of pushing it away or wishing that it would go away, maybe I need to do what Jesus did and embrace it and allow it to form in me the heart of my God for those who are weak.